Early today, as he left a party in Los Angeles, Wallace, also known as Biggie Smalls, was shot from a passing vehicle. He had been named Rap Artist of the Year at the Billboard Awards in 1995. He was considered a rival of West Coast rapper Tupac Shakur, who was fatally shot. The lead singer of Nirvana, one of the world's most popular rock bands, has been found dead at his home in Seattle. Police said Kurt Cobain had apparently shot himself and a suicide note was found nearby. His body was discovered in an apartment above a garage at the house. Cobain wrote most of the music and lyrics. kind of creepy that song isn't it it's very creepy yeah. yeah it's yeah it's not not i wouldn't go for a walk in the dark and listen to it <laughs> it's a very haunting song yeah mm. anyway welcome back to another episode of the entire chronicles um i'm joined again with hannah and ben and we're here Hello. for conspiracies part three yes yes it's it's great to be back it is very excited for this one yes we've been looking forward to this mm-hmm. it's a music edition oh yeah um, yeah, we like music, so yeah. that's good. Exactly. <laughs> music. Right, isn't it? Yeah, it's good. It's right. Yeah, it's I'm excited. Yeah. So I'm guessing you've gone for Kurt Cobain by the the intro that I made. <laughs> I mean, I yeah, know you've you, gone for Kurt Cobain. The intro that you made, you might have an inkling that it could be Kurt Cobain. <laughs> yeah. Um, do we know who Kurt Cobain is? He's yes, the lead do. singer of, well, the only singer of Nirvana. Yes, but for those that are listening that don't know, I'm going to go over a quick background of who he is. Yeah, sounds good. Kurt Cobain was was an American singer-songwriter born on the 20th of February, 1967. He was best known for his works as frontman of Seattle grunge band Nirvana. The band seen great success with their biggest hit, Smells Like Teen Spirit. And do you want to guess how many streams in total that has had on Spotify? Um, one billion. It's got to have a billion by now. Not far. Be a lot. Nine hundred mil. Oh, what do you want to guess? Eight hundred and fifty mil. Uh, oh, okay. Um, nine hundred and thirty million streams wow. on Spotify alone. Big song. Not not my favorite, but it's a big song. This is a yeah, big song. What'd you say? Your mine's the heart shaped box. I is like heart shaped box as well. Um. I, or Polly. Yeah, Polly. Mm. I'd say Polly's my favourite. Yeah. I like Polly. Or The Man Who Sold the World. I like, I like About a Son as well. That was good. That's that a good song. Good. Yeah. But I just feel like people don't see past Smells Like Teen Spirit, do they? They they run to that song. Yeah. What, do you remember? Did you see the Post Malone live stream that he did? Don't think so. He played, um, they played as a free piece. It was him, Travis Barker, and I think it was just his mate playing bass guitar. And they purposely didn't play Smells Like Teen Spirit in their set because they didn't want to sell out. Yeah, Yeah. way overrated. Mm. And do you want to guess how many times the music video is watched a day on YouTube? Um, Five million? Mm. I'd say like 100,000. 430,000 times a day that is played. Way too big. (laughs) That's still a lot though. Yeah, that's still a lot. Yeah. yeah. Is that the official that's... music video as well that's played? Yeah. yeah. So someone's getting serious money for that. That is a lot. I know who's getting serious fucking money, and I'll tell you it is. It's fucking Courtney Love. 
Oh, oh. yeah. Oh, great. I hate, I hate her so much. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, it's, it's almost as many streams as a podcast, isn't it? 430k a day. What, this podcast? Oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's biggest in the UK it. now, isn't it? Yeah, biggest. <laughs> Thanks for listening. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so he was found dead in his in um, in his Seattle home on April fifth, nineteen ninety four, at age twenty seven, with the police department ruling his cause of death as being suicide by gunshot. Part of the twenty seven club, isn't he? Yeah, exactly. Part of the yeah. Club. Who else is part of that? Amy Winehouse, Amy. John, Lennon? Jim Morrison. Um, is Marilyn Monroe? Yeah, she is. She is. Yeah. Um. Who's the other one? Janis Joplin, Jimi Hendrix, and really? I think James Dean might be in. I'm not sure though. Yeah, there's a lot of people anyway. Mm. A but, lot of like famous people. I feel like at the minute though, 21 is the new age to die at rather than you know, little yeah, people. like Juice yeah. World as well. And X X X X Tentacion. Yeah. Pop Smoke. Did he die at 21? I feel, yeah, I feel like it was about 21. Yeah, so that's the, yeah. sort of the that's new 27 club. Yeah. But do you two think Nirvana would have been as big as, like, had as much mainstream success as, the, as they've had now if he wouldn't have died? No. Definitely Definitely no. No. So sort of... Kurt Cobain's death did sort of push Nirvana forward to be what they are now. But they were, they were massive still, but now they're, like, colossal. Do you know what I mean? Oh, yeah. I've yeah. Got, I'm they... saying it now. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> it's rubbing off on you. Oh, dear. Um... But if you know what I mean. <laughs> um, but they, I reckon if he wouldn't have died, they would have just split up after that American tour. Yeah, they would have and just they would have just fizzled, fizzled out. Yeah, and Dave Grohl would have gone on to do whatever he did. And yeah, Do you think he would have still um, created Foo Fighters? Um, I feel as if he would have, yeah, because he had solo tapes recorded whilst he was in Nirvana of him playing all the instruments and stuff. Because okay. that's how Foo Fighters started. It was just him. And then the band that he toured with was Foo Fighters, and he kept sacking people playing drums because he yeah. thought they couldn't play as good as him. Foo, Foo Fighters versus Nirvana, who are you picking? Uh, Foo Fighters every day of the week. I really like Foo Fighters. I think they're a very good band. I'm not really a fan of either. I'm not a Nirvana fan. I'm not a Foo Fighters fan. Um, I know, like, obviously the odd Foo Fighters song, the odd Nirvana song. Um, I'd probably say Nirvana. Really? Yeah, I'd have to say Nirvana as well, to be honest. Yeah. I think they have got like more better sort of like cool songs yeah. than Foo Fighters. Definitely. Yeah, if a Nirvana song comes on in it, like when you're out or something, yeah. you're more excited for that than hearing yeah, the definitely. Than hearing Breath of You for a hundredth time. Yeah, I'm sick of it. Oh yeah. yeah. Pretend was it Learn to Fly? Is it Pretend to Fly? Yeah. Is it well, Pretender. Pretender. Or the Pretender, yeah. 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 Uh, what's the other tune they've got? Um, there goes my hero, that one. Yeah, my hero and um, um oh, I can't remember the name of the song. It's true, though. Yeah. They've got a lot of songs. So. Yeah, they've got loads. They've had, like, 11 albums. Yeah. So, should I get on to the first conspiracy theory? Yes. Yeah. So, apparently, he faked his own death. Um, he was getting tired of all the media attention and publicity. Um, he stated several times that he's a private person, private enough to become a hermit and hide away in the spotlight for 20 years. What do you reckon? Possibly. Um, I feel like this is always a theory whenever a celebrity dies. It was the same when Elvis died. Apparently, he faked his own death. Uh, the same with Michael Jackson. Tupac. Apparently he faked his own death. Yeah. So, 
I mean, it very well could be true mm. if all these sort of like high profile musicians have had enough of that life and do want to fake their own death. Um, but I feel like it's always going to be a theory when someone does die. Yeah, but I feel as if he'd have had enough money to walk away from it all and live a private life somewhere, like change his name, change his appearance. Yeah, so I suppose by faking his own death, he's only pushed himself into the spotlight even more. Exactly, yeah. he's famous. He's more famous for his death now than he ever has been for his yeah. music. Because I know if I think Kirk Wayne, I immediately think the suicide, well, the alleged yeah. suicide. And um, So as well, something that backs this is that he ran away from rehab on his supposed day of death. And why didn't anyone stop him? And perhaps because they were all in on it as well. Mm. And he wanted to retire from music. And his so-called suicide note was originally a retirement speech, apparently. And it has been proven, whether you want to believe in it or not, that Courtney truly loved Kurt. So why would she kill him? Absolute fucking horseshit. Yeah. See, I've got stuff to say, but I know what one of the theories is yeah. going to be. And it bores my blood. That Courtney killed Kurt. This so really gets me. For that theory. Okay. But, yeah, me okay. too, because it really, yeah. really gets to me. It's one, of the things to... In the, it's one of the things in the world that I... Just yeah, it just gets because I know it's so fact. You detest it, like like yeah. Hannah with Charles and Camilla. Yeah, yeah. this is my Charles and Camilla. Yeah. <laughs> and I detest Ben on the other podcast as well. He's my Charles and Camilla. Oh, this is another call. Shots. Whoa, two episodes in a row. Oh god. Oh, the guy boxing match coming soon. If they're going out in order. That definitely proves we're the eighteen. <laughs> oh. <laughs> right. Um. So he was supposedly cremated as well, which I think is quite inc- quite convenient because now they don't have a body to show or anything and there's no grave site. And his funeral was only attended by family and close friends. Again, convenient. That, that way no fan or media could see a body. That bitch. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> there's, there's only one death picture and it doesn't show his head. Now, why is that? Why is his head not in the picture? Possibly there's no head shot. Also, you would think there'd be a lot of blood, but in fact, there's not. Can I just quickly Google that, that picture? I just want to... I don't know if I've yeah. seen it. Um, there are pictures to come in my presentation as well. So. I was there. Yeah. I'll, I don't, I'll probably send them to you so you can put them in a clip or whatever. I know he's wearing Converse One Stars. Oh, yeah. I see the picture. It's not very clear at all, is it? Like... No. All right. Yeah, mm. you'd think there'd be more blood from a, a like a shotgun hitting you in the head. It's going to be pretty messy. Yeah. And how, how would he have done the trigger? How would he have pulled the fucking trigger? We're going on to talk a about shotgun. That on a shotgun. Look at that. <laughs> What's he doing? There could have been pictures taken of his body, which weren't released to the public because they're not going to release pictures of someone mm. whose brains have been blown out, are they? Yeah. Exactly. So, um, what else have we got? So, yeah, there's one death picture, and as well, um, his autopsy revealed there was three times the lethal amount of heroin in his system. Which, how could he have possibly injected that into himself without passing out? And then, and then pulled the trigger of a gun, yeah, of a shotgun on heroin. Shotguns are so long, it's not a pistol. Yes, um, do you want me to get onto the headline act? Come on. Yeah, and me this... and Morgan are like, so oh. waiting for this, so... Okay. Oh, my God. I've written, like, an essay for it. So, Courtney killed him. 
Yeah. She did. <laughs> he was not suicidal. His life changed when a doctor diagnosed his stomach problems, which caused him an immense amount of pain. He originally began using heroin as a painkiller. So when his stomach problem was sorted out, he wanted to get clean. Not immediately, but that was the road that he was moving towards. What he was sort of, he was weaning himself off it because he, when his stomach pain, it was obviously intense. He was having quite a lot of heroin to stop that. But then all he did before heroin was he used to smoke like a lot of weed. Exactly. But then obviously he did heroin, but he wanted to get off it. And as well, heroin's quite a hard drug. So he can't just go yeah. off it immediately because that's going to hurt him more than it's going to help him. Exactly. So, exactly. And um, another point which supports Courtney Love killing him. Courtney Love offered a man $50,000 and this man was called Al Deuce. Yeah, to- that fucking bastard. Have you seen the documentary? Have you watched yeah. Kurt and Courtney? Yes. Yeah. That, he's and- dead too now, isn't he? He got exactly. hit by a train. Very suspicious. And I'm quoting what Courtney apparently said. <laughs> Blow Kurt's head off. That's what she said to that guy. Yes. Um, but he didn't end up doing it. Al Deuce quite openly told an interviewer about the offer and said, I know who killed Kurt. To which the interviewer didn't particularly respond. This was, Kurt, was this Kurt and Courtney? The... Yes. Yeah. Yes. Al Deuce then said, I know a lot of information. Buy me a beer and I'll talk some more. Very suspicious. Mm-hmm. He's coming away from the point there. And as well, the interviewer yet again barely responded. <laughs> Why didn't he buy the guy a beer? Al Deuce mysteriously was killed a few days later after the interview. Coincidence? I think not. So what yeah. do you reckon? 50 grand? Would you kill someone for that? No. no not enough money. Not, not for 50, 50 grand. Not 50 Gs? No. It's What's your limit then? Three mil, four mil, five mil. mil. And it depends who as well. It depends who. I was about to say, that isn't enough Definitely not Kurt Cobain. No, it's a high profile. But then 50 grand was a lot of money then, wasn't it? In the 90s. I suppose, yeah. Still not even that much, though. It'd probably be about, what, 200k today, wouldn't it? Yeah, I'd say about that. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, a week before Kurt Cobain's death, he was in Rome with Courtney Love. They were staying in a hotel room. Courtney Love was out partying while Kurt was alone in the room. She returned late at night and they began arguing. He was threatening to leave her, according according to witnesses in other hotel rooms, this is. Um, She begged him to stay and they eventually made up and decided to order a bottle of champagne up to their room. This is the night he was found by Courtney, unconscious, having overdosed on Rehypnol, otherwise known as Rufi's alcohol and other types of medication her side of the story was that she woke up in the middle of the night lying on the and he was lying on the floor nearly dead now answer me this does this picture look like a woman that's woken up in the middle of the night no she looks like a fucking cunt (laughs) (laughs) do you reckon she looks like she's just woken up no No. she's put she slapped some of that fucking horrible shit on her face that she calls makeup exactly but (laughs) She just slapped right on there. She just doesn't look like she's been to sleep. Or, or she looks like she had a busy night. Yeah. But she don't look like... You wouldn't sleep in that much makeup, surely. Like, no, for your skin. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You're going to get zits and stuff. But yeah, exactly. So she, you will notice that she is freshly done up and her makeup is all done. Kurt woke up in the hospital with no recollection of what happened to him. Doctors claimed that it was definitely not a suicide attempt, but the tabloids claimed otherwise. So it's thought that this was an attempt of her trying to kill him. Yeah. 
Well, I mean, if it was a suicide attempt, surely you would remember attempting suicide. Exactly. And you'd remember feeling within that state of wanting to kill yourself. Yeah, yeah. And, and no one just it. takes Rehypnol off their own back. That's not a drug exactly. that you take. That's a drug that someone spikes you with. Exactly. Mm. That's like, that's a spiking drug, isn't it? Yeah, you definitely. wouldn't take it. So she's given him that. Mm-hmm. So maybe she's given him that just in case the plan doesn't go through. Yeah. And then she's put other stuff in. She might have even, she could have put it in a champagne quite easily. So yeah. if she's gone to the door and got it. But yeah, she's just, she's not a very nice person, is she? So Kurt Cobain went missing. This is another, this is the point, the third point about it, about Kurt being killed by Courtney. Tries to so, escape her. <laughs> so Kurt Cobain went missing after he escaped from a rehabilitation facility. Courtney hired Detective Tom Grant to try and help her find her husband, but she was far more concerned with what was going to happen with his credit cards and that she could, and she was more worried about her taking over his finances as she claimed that he wasn't in the correct mental state to be using them. And the detective began, began to become really um, suspicious of her actions and made sure that she stayed as far away from the credit cards as possible. So what do you reckon about that? Yeah. Suspicious. Oh, God, she's, she's the worst, isn't she? Yeah. Money-driven. <clears throat> That's what it yeah. is. Her band is shit as well. They have one good song. Exactly. They wouldn't be anywhere near as big. They wouldn't be big. They wouldn't be anything. No, they're still not big. even big, really. Like, oh, What is it? Is it a hole? The name of yeah, her they've got that one good song, Celebrity Skin, but... That's the only one I've listened to. But even that, you're probably <laughs> skipping it if it comes on on playlist, aren't you? Yeah, yeah. It's not like never in the mood for it. And just in case, if you didn't hate Courtney Love enough, um, did you know that her ex-lover was living in the house with them? And um, Kurt very much objected to this. And the, the guy was called Callie, and he helps look after Francis, which is their daughter. Yeah. And he was living in the house when Kurt apparently killed himself, and he claimed to not hear a gunshot at all. Even if he didn't, it's suspicious that he was there the entire time. And as well, furthermore, on the fact that he didn't kill himself, the amount of heroin injected into Kurt's bloodstream was three times the fatal overdose. This means that there would be no possible way for Kurt to pick up the gun and shoot himself as he would have been unconscious and it would have killed him before he even had a chance to shoot himself. Yeah. And as well, um, I'm going to show you another image. Can you see the size that of the gun? That is so long. There's no way, no way he could have shot himself. Is there a silencer on that gun? Yes. So, so the that gun, explains not hearing the shot. But the gun with the silencer makes the gun too long mm. for him to have shot himself. Like, without the not silencer. Possible. Not possible. Unless he's doing a big toe, but he had trainers on. Without the silencer, he probably could have managed it. Yeah. But with the silencer on, it extends the gun by a good amount. Yeah. Therefore, not possible for him to be able to reach to shoot himself. You'd think it was like a sawn-off shotgun or something, but it's, that's yeah. massive. Yeah, it's and, enormous. And as well, he'd have been off his nut at the time if he's done three. If they found three times the fatal overdose, he's not going to be in a fit state to be able to pick up the gun and shoot. But why do you need a silencer on that? That's <laughs> got to be like nearly two meters long. Yeah, it's a big lad, isn't it? Yeah. Like how? Not possible. The angle. Not possible. And I'm sure I have seen as well, apparently the area that he was shot was not possible with the gun he used for him to have shot himself. Yeah. That's fact. And as well, there was nothing on the ceiling as well. Yeah. There would have been, the bullet would have gone through his head or the shaft. Yeah. So, 
the cap from the shotgun bullet as well was in the completely opposite direction in which it should have been. It would have been impossible for Kurt to shoot himself with his wrist in that particular angle. And as well, there were no fingerprints found on the gun, not even Kurt's. Why was there no fingerprints on the gun? Exactly. Why? Why is there nothing? So what do we reckon about that? Because they've cleaned the fingerprints off. Courtney or the like her ex-boyfriend or the cop or guy. He never Kurt never touched the gun because he didn't yeah. kill himself. It's not his gun. Yeah. Because he was murdered. Yeah. But how do you reckon that Courtney would have killed him then? Do you reckon it was by a gunshot or well yeah, yeah. because he put the heroin car. in him so he's like I reckon he had he took a bit of heroin just to store his salt came out. But then she's giving him more and more while he's on it. Yeah, he can't yeah he can't and then I think I think he's passed out and then she's Put it in his hand like that, like as you can, and then mm. made it look like and she shot him. He shot himself, and then perfusively cleaned the gun and stuff. Yeah. And it, it's convenient that the suicide note was actually a retirement note. It wasn't a suicide note at all, but she's just left it as a suicide note. Exactly. So she's found that because it's his handwriting. He's yeah. physically wrote it. And as, as it says, what does it say at the end? Isn't it? I love you. I love you. I love you. Yeah, I love you. Yeah. And it says That's something about his daughter as well. Exactly. Does, yeah. That's something you'd say to a fan. I haven't got a picture of the suicide note, unfortunately. No, it's very but... like scruffy, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. I don't know. I just don't feel as if he could have written that under the influence that no. he was, unless it was written way before. It would have probably been pre-written, but like like I said, it's it wasn't a suicide note as such. It was a retirement note mm. um, in which she's just obviously thought, I'll kill him and I'll use that as a suicide note. Oh, yeah, you can tell she's found that and just thought, oh, my yeah. God, yeah, this is it. Mm-hmm. We've got yeah. the full mark, yeah. Let's get things moving. And Corny Love right? gets every single bit of Kirk money. Exactly. Yeah. And she doesn't let anybody, like, license his music as well, I think it is. Is she not? What's no. the daughter one now? Um, she's, like, a fashion designer, I think, and an artist. She's quite oh, old now. It? Yeah. Mm. I've got her on Instagram, actually. Oh, yeah. She follow me back. Yeah, <laughs> doesn't follow me back. But no, she's got yeah. loads of followers. She's got like two, three million followers on Instagram. Oh, wow. oh, dear. Yeah. I mean, dad is Kirk Cobain, isn't oh, it? Oh yeah, that's yeah. A bit It's like Kirk. Michael Jackson's kids. They've got like mil millions, and they. Yeah. I just don't get how, if she did do it, how she could do that to her daughter, yeah. especially at such a young age. I wonder Something. what the daughter believes as well. Yeah, you would. She must oh, know. Yeah, then. and if you've watched the documentary as well, you know that. Kurt, Courtney Love's own dad believes that she killed Kurt Cobain. Yeah, everyone does. Yeah, it's her own dad. How can your your own dad believe that if it's unless it's true? It's mm. got to be, hasn't it? Yeah, but I just don't get why. And they clearly didn't have the most functional of relationships at the time. If her still, ex still living yeah. as well. Yeah, she definitely killed him. Mm. No so, doubt um, about. We'll go. For, we'll go for the first one, which she said about him wanting to escape. Yes. The fame, which I actually, I can see that one because I've read um, Kurt Cobain's, you know, the Kurt Cobain journals. Yes. Um, it's like literally all in his writing. It's like basically like his diary. And he does sometimes talk about like not wanting to sell out and stuff. Yeah. So I, I probably, I could give that one a three out of five. Fame wanting to yeah. escape the fame. Yeah. I'd give it a two. I think I have to rate it quite low because... I know that the next year is, yeah. is, yeah, is more or less the truth. So I do believe that he probably did want to escape 
the limelight. He didn't want to be part of Nirvana anymore. He thought he sold out, I think. Yeah. yeah. I do believe that. However, I don't believe that he did fake his own death. Yeah. I'd, yeah, I'd agree with you on that. And so, I'd... yeah. I'll give that one a two yeah. on the aspect that I do believe that's how he felt. However, I don't believe that's actually what he did. Mm. I'd say that I'd give that a two as well because for someone with that much, he's obviously a wealthy man. It's not that hard for him to go off grid yeah. and just spend a few quid to get him <laughs> out in the middle. Like, look at Kanye recently. Yeah. Like, when, when he moved to Wyoming, it's not that hard for someone of that, like, prowess and that much money to get away from it all and move away. <laughs> Have you seen Kanye's tweets about, is it like f- telling Chris Jenner to, like, um, fuck herself or something? Yes. <laughs> yes. What does it say? It's- <laughs> um, he was calling out Chris Jenner and he texted her at eight <laughs> o'clock at night. Like say, that's, yeah, that's yeah. it. He said, answer my calls, Chris. That's, I know that's his mother-in-law, it. man. I know. I haven't seen him. But are they that's probably so like right now? Like, are they done? I reckon so. But I love yeah. how he puts so many, he puts, he has yeah, a massive text and it's like three lines, but there's so many spaces between the lines. Like yeah, That's just weird, isn't it? Who texts yeah. like that? He's not a mentally stable man at the minute, is he? Yeah. But I, reckon, I, I reckon that just Kim put, put up with it for a while and just thought this is... I'm not... I, I do feel a bit bad for Kim, I do feel a bit bad. Yeah, it's a lot to deal with. Probably just yeah. thought one day I'm not that arsed about this anymore. Especially if, with like four kids as well. Yeah. yeah. Do you reckon that Kim and Kanye could potentially become the next Courtney and Kurt? Oh, my. maybe. Or Sid and Nancy or something like that. Yeah, maybe. it could happen. What Kim kills Kanye? <sighs> I reckon it'd be that way around, yeah. But yeah. he could kill her if he's mentally like if he's. Oh, you mean like an OJ rocket. situation? Yeah, he's <laughs> off his rocker. Yeah. I I don't think he's as unmentally stable as he makes out to be no yeah no. he uses it a bit i think uh, yeah 100 percent. so for, like creativity he, he uses it to romanticize and add value to his music yeah. isn't he but it doesn't because his music's gone shit now exactly his god bashing stuff i hate yeah. like why yeah. why change if it isn't broken but yeah, yeah. anyway we've gone off on a little yeah again yeah. tangent but yeah. what what was um, so the one we're rating now is the actual uh, what was the other one before the? So it it's was not. The... It's another one, isn't it? It's the um, yeah, she Rome tried to one, kill is it? Him. Yeah, she tried to uh... kill him in Rome. What do you reckon about that? Yeah, I think that's true. I give that one a four. Like, yeah, that's true. She spiked him. Yeah, and tried it was to a failed attempt. Yeah, he dropped him basically. Yeah. Um, yeah, I believe that one. I get a four out of five. Yeah, I'll agree with you both. I'll get a four. It's plausible, isn't it? It's yeah. it. She could have made because obviously it's, it's abroad as well. Yeah. Exactly. So there's a lot of um, what's the word? Gravitas. Yes. There's a lot of stuff involved with getting the body back and whatnot. So it's it adds complications mm-hmm. to it, and foreign police perhaps might not be as articulate with it all as American police. So it's the perfect crime, really. Yeah. She does it there. So I'd give that a four. What about her getting someone to kill him? In four America? and a half. Four and a half. That one. Yeah. Because even if she did get someone to kill him, she has still killed him. Yeah, so that is no, like. I, I think that's definitely true. Yeah, but I feel like these last sort of three, the ones where Courtney drugged him in Rome, the ones where she asked someone to kill him, and the one where she apparently did kill him, they all link into one, don't they? Oh yeah, it's all one sort of big theory in which Courtney killed Kurt. Whether she tried to do it earlier than she did it, yeah. Whether someone else to do it, and whether she actually killed him in the end, it's, it's one all one chain of yeah, events. Yeah, yeah. 
And I believe the chain of events did happen yeah. in that way. Very well, could have done. And the financial gain from it as well. And oh, how- yeah, sure. She must make so much money now. She's. Yeah. Would it be. It's got to be over 100 mil now. Yeah, more than that, I think. She's worth. Because oh, yeah. More yeah. than that, I reckon. Oh, yeah. It's got to be more. One of the biggest bands of all time, isn't it? Yeah, mm-hmm. and even her biggest concern to the private detective that she hired was, oh, where's his, where's his bank card? Yeah, where's his, where's all his bank? Like, card? That's supposed not to be your husband, her. like yeah, yeah. Not- her husband's missing, mm. but she's concerned to ask where his like bank cards are. Who's got his bank cards? Yeah. I know like they're that. on a rocky road and stuff, but that wouldn't be your first thought no. for someone you've got yeah. a child, just for your child's sake. Kurt wasn't twenty seven club, was he? He was, yeah. He oh, he was, yeah. yeah. Yeah, he was. He sort of made it famous, not famous, but he made it a thing, didn't he? Yeah. But it, yeah. Was, it was one of the big ones. Oh, now, now for the, the final one, the, the daddy one. Yeah, that he didn't, that he um, couldn't have shot himself because of the gun and yeah. that someone did shoot him. Well, Could've... I know we only rate out of five, but this one's a 10 out of five for me. Oh, it's got to be out of yeah. just This one is fat. It's, yeah. yeah. I think most people do believe this. Mm theory yeah. if you want to call it a theory because like it's, morgan said yeah. it's fact oh, so allegedly not no not allegedly not even allegedly oh. it's back company no, corny love most people most people <laughs> would agree with the fact that um courtney killed kurt yeah so i want to do a charity boxing match with her oh god yeah. you could be on the undercard yeah <laughs> <laughs> but no, just the sheer size of the weapon and the fact that he's got so much heroin in his system from the autopsy they found. Yeah. How is he picking up the weapon, let alone pulling the trigger? And then the angle. It's no, just but so regardless, many regardless of the whole heroin thing, whatever, it was said that the gun he used and the angle he was shot at, he could not physically have done that himself. No. That's yeah. fact. And the bullet on the other side as yeah, well. That's fact, that is. Facts. So I'm not believing for a second that it was a You heard it here one. first. Is Courtney Love ever being questioned on it in a public domain? She should be. Oh, so yeah, she... she Get be- her on the pod. Yeah, oh my God. She'll, she'll call me up and threaten me soon, like they, she did to them journalists. Oh, did she? Yeah, it was from the documentary, yeah. She's never addressed it though, has she? So that and, then, said- and then one time she um, was accepting an, an award for like honesty and integrity or something like that. And then the oh. guy of the Kurt and Courtney documentary... He actually got up to like present the award to her, and then he was saying stuff like about Kurt Cobain and about threatening oh, the journalists. And they took him out; they threw him out the building. But could you imagine if Twitter was a thing back then? The amount of uproar yeah. and yeah. stuff where everything was coming out about it. I wish it was. Yeah, she'd have been cancelled. Yeah. No, I think I'll give that one a five out of five. Yeah, yeah I'll get a definitely. Five out of five. Yeah. 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 <laughs> So I go and see old um, Biggie and Tupac one now. R.I.P. Biggie, rest in paradise. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, let's hear it. I'm just going to pause it for a second and go for a quick piss because I, I really need the toilet before I do it. Okay. okay. I went for a piss between the breaks. All right, nice. Welcome back after my piss. Oh. <laughs> so we're going to um, do Tupac and Biggie now. Let me find I've yes. tried to have a little bit of a word document. Oh, yes. Okay. So... Um, on September 7th, 1996, at the MGM Grand Casino in Las Vegas, Tupac Shakur attended a Mike Tyson fight. After the match, Tupac left with Suge Knight, who at the time was CEO of the West Coast record label Death Row Records, the label that Tupac was signed to. However, 
<laughs> on their <laughs> way out, Tupac and his bodyguards got into a fight with Orlando Anderson in the lobby of the MGM Casino. Orlando was a member of the Compton Southside Crips gang. After the brawl, Suge Knight and Tupac left in Suge Knight's car with Tupac's entourage following in cars behind them. So, you know, they've just gone gone to a fight, the Mike Tyson fight, probably the biggest event of the year and that's going to happen in Las Vegas. It's just a, you know, normal day for, for a celebrity like Tupac. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So while stopped at a traffic light, a white Cadillac pulled up on the passenger side of Suge Knight's car and shot out of the window, hitting Tupac's hitting Tupac four times and grazing Suge Knight in the head. In 2014, 18 years after the shooting, Chris Carroll, a now retired um, Las Vegas Police Department sergeant, came forward to say he was the first officer at the scene. So he didn't. He hasn't said this like since the murder. So he said it in 2014. So according to um, Chris Carroll, when he opened the car door, Tupac fell out of the door, covered in blood. And Carroll asked, who shot you? Tupac uh, then took a big breath and responded and said, fuck you, before becoming unconscious, <laughs> making those Tupac's final words. Oh he's a pretty God. good final words. Yeah. Yeah, it's pretty good. FTP to the fullest. Been like the pigs. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. So on September thirteenth, um, so a couple, um, I think it's like a week after he was in, he was in a coma for a week. He died at twenty-five. They nearly made the twenty-seven club. Really? So one strange fact is that the Las Vegas police never arrested anyone in connection to his murder. Which is, yeah, no, no one. Hmm. So they also failed to follow up on um, Yaki Kadifa, a member of Tupac's entourage who was there that night, who claimed he could identify the assailant. However, Qadifi, uh, Qaddafi was murdered two months later. Oh, yeah. And they bumped him off. Yeah, that's not really He was good, definitely bumped off. Yeah, 100%. So theory one is from a, um, a former LA Times journalist who believes that Orlando Anderson, so the Southside Crips, uh, you know, the person he got into a fight with at the, the boxing yes. match, um, and Biggie Smalls um, are, responsible for, are responsible for the murder. So conclusion one, m- uh, members of the Southside Crips were involved in a shooting as retaliation for Tupac, beat, um, for Tupac fighting Orlando or Anderson. Uh, so second conclusion is that Orlando Anderson was a shooter. And then the third one that I think is Biggie Smalls paid one million for the murder of Tupac and he supplied the gun. So this is um, Biggie's motive. So I mean, Biggie's year-long feud with Tupac was well known and at the forefront of the East Coast-West Coast rivalry. Tupac, Tupac also claims that he slept with Biggie's wife, Faith Evans. Oh dear. Oh you wouldn't God. be happy with that, would you? You wouldn't be too uh, happy. Uh, and so this... Um, Kind of their rivalry basically started. They were rumored to be like friends. They like I think they collabed a few times and stuff. But um, Tupac came to New York. I think it was in like nineteen ninety five or something. Came to New York, went to Biggie's um, record um, record label where he recorded most of his songs. And he actually got shot outside of 
uh, Biggie's record label, but he didn't die. He got, um, I think he got shot a couple of times, but he survived. But Tupac has basically always blamed Biggie for the murder. Even though yeah. personally, I don't think it was Biggie. I think maybe it was one of his like, um, the, the other rival of the gang, but I don't think Biggie knew about it or was involved in it because they were actually like quite good friends until that happened. Yeah, because after the first song, after the first shooting of Tupac, um, Biggie released a song called um, Who Shot Ya about yeah. Tupac. They yeah. basically tormented him about what happened and stuff. Yeah. And they did have, they're ba- they were quite big rivalries and then in the gangs, like in the gang world and stuff. It wouldn't surprise me if they none of them would go to police and they just want to deal with it themselves. Yeah. And I can see why the guy who said he could name the assailant got shot because they don't like people talking to police, do they? It's yeah. how that world works. Yeah, so no one um, involved with Biggie or Biggie himself, it, they weren't questioned at all. And the Orlando Anderson guy was shot um, in 1998, so he was shot to death in 1998. Do they know who he was shot by? No, that's another unsolved. See. So yeah, that would make sense, wouldn't it? Yeah. But it's not obviously as bigger because this guy ain't really as big mm. as them. He's just a gang member, isn't it? Just yeah. involved. Yeah. Like, yeah. In the yeah. A second theory is that um, LAPD detective Russell Paul uh, believed that Suge Knight set up the murder despite Suge Knight also being hit in the shooting. Detective Paul believes that there were um, a couple of motives. Uh, motive one was that Suge Knight owned, owed Tupac $3 million and Tupac's mum sued Defo Records in 1997 after his death for mishandling Tupac's funds. So basically, he thought that um, Suge Knight organised the killing because he didn't want he didn't want to pay Tupac all the money because him paying the money might have meant his record label going broke at the time. Oh, okay. And, and motive two was that Tupac was going to leave Defo Records because he didn't like the way that Suge Knight was handling things. And as well, there was another record label that came about around that time that was trying to get hold of. To, it was um, Aftermath Records. They were yeah. sort of being built around that time, and they wanted Tupac as well. And Suge Knight's involved in a few people dying as well. There's he's, a few people that he's sorted out. Yeah, he's kind of involved in Biggie's, although he was in prison at the time. But I'll mm. get onto that in a bit. But yeah. Um. So yeah, Tupac was going to leave Defo Defo Records. That's for sure. And another suspicious thing was that after the brawl, um, Suge Knight made a phone call in the MGM casino before they got into the car, like a really long phone call with with no one there. And he also insisted, because Tupac was going to drive himself, but he insisted that Tupac ride in the car with him and he drive the car. So, yeah, that's suspicious. So it's like he could have set something up then. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. That's, the, that's the Tupac one. So what do you think of that? So we've got the main one is kind of, um, the Orlando Anderson guy or Suge Knight are the two two main ones. I reckon it. I reckon it was the Orlando guy, but I believe that Suge Knight orchestrated it all. Like he made it all happen for his own personal gain. That's mm-hmm. what I would say. Because obviously he's the owner of the record label and stuff, and he wants that record label to stay afloat. Yeah, and he's I a massive dodgy guy. When you said the bit about him making the phone call and then insisting that he rode in the car with him, that's suspicious, isn't it? Because why Incredibly. would you insist that someone rode in the car with you in which like, he happens to get shot? Mm. Yeah. That's, exactly. that's suspicious. So we, all, we think kind of, you think more Shug Knight 
Yeah, I I'd, do. Yeah, yeah, I'm gravitating towards him a bit more. Okay, yeah, I'd probably say I agree with you. So, so now, so two backstead, we go. Um, everyone kind of think in the like media and stuff, and on the streets think it's Biggie who did it. Mm. And so to make amends, is I think it's about six months later. It's 1997 now. Um, Biggie goes to um, California to try and make amends with like Tupac's fans and stuff. I think he tries to do a tour over there, tries to record some stuff over there. And then uh, Biggie is actually assassinated over there as well. So he's killed six months later after Tupac. And people think it's in retaliation for Tupac's death. It makes sense. Yeah, that just makes sense. Yeah. yeah. So another one is, another main theory is, people think it was Puff Daddy. Do you know, um, I think his name's P. Diddy now, isn't it? Puff. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. His name's P. Diddy now, right? Daddy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> But yeah, they think it was him, even though I don't think it was him at all. I'd probably rule that one because I reckon they were like best friends, weren't they? Biggie and Puff Daddy. Yeah, Biggie and um, Puff Daddy were good friends. They had a lot of songs together and Puff Daddy spoke quite publicly about his feelings towards yeah. Biggie after Biggie died. And, he, and um, Puff Daddy was actually the one who discovered Biggie and like put him on his record label. He was, yes. Yeah. Okay. Um, so people think with um, the Biggie one, it was again, Suge Knight, but this was in retaliation so he thinks that Biggie, Suge Knight thinks that Biggie killed Tupac and he's paid someone from jail to go and kill Biggie while he's in California. Yeah, that, that would really make sense. Probably got, he's probably the type of guy to know people that are capable of doing that and being able to make that happen. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I think another, that makes sense. Yeah. Another big theory is that the FBI and the police killed both Tupac and Biggie Smalls because they didn't like the whole new uh, rap culture coming in. And obviously Tupac had a song that was called like Killer Cop or something. So he's talking <laughs> about killing cops. So they think they didn't want this whole like, because hip hop was kind of like up and coming then, wasn't it? it was, so yeah. they didn't want it to become, because it was mostly like black, um, like working class uh, people who were doing it. They didn't want it to um, be like an uprising. Yeah, it could be argued as well that the reason why the FBI would have done that is because their music arguably is inciting violence and inciting gang culture like glorifying it and stuff like you know how like uk music does a bit now like glorifies like drill music out. yeah yeah it glorifies like drug dealing and stuff and makes it seem like a nice life to lead when yeah the police don't want people doing that do they yeah yeah and that explains why there was like shoddy police but they've never found anyone and everything's mm. just messed up on both the cases when they both like they both got killed in California, but like that just explains the police of California, really. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I'd say it's. I mean, this whole thing is really confusing to me. Yeah. Because I know nothing about like Tupac or Biggie or any of that. Or rap so, music. Or, yeah, or rap music. <laughs> so, listening to this now, I'm trying to like follow along with what you're saying, but it's getting very confusing for me. Yeah. yeah. And I've kind of like dumbed it down. It is quite confusing. Like, I've tried to do it like. Like there is web. loads of elements, yeah. Because yeah. it, it it seems like what you're saying, it all like links in some way, mm. which I'm trying to follow, but I'm struggling a little bit. So I reckon that Shug Knight killed them both. Yeah, I definitely think with the two pack thing, it was Shug Knight. Shug Knight. Yeah. But what about the theory that two pack faked his own death and that he's still alive? I haven't actually looked into that one because I just I just don't believe that at at all really. No, no I think he's 
apparently. Yeah. Yeah. I think he's he's too big to like fake his own death. Again, like Elvis, like I'd never believe any of them celebrities like faking their own death. No. no Someone's like gonna I see said, them. It's always whenever a celebrity dies, there's always a theory that they faked their own mm. death, regardless yeah. of who it is. So I feel like whenever someone dies, there's always going to be that theory anyway, but it is just a theory. Like people even say about Diana, people claim to have yeah, seen her. Yeah, people claim that Diana faked her own yeah. death. It's always going to be a theory, isn't it? When someone yeah, it would have had enough money to go off the radar anyway, and like known enough people to keep yeah. him sort of tucked away nicely. I think Biggie is too sort of physically big to fake his own death. I was about to say, yeah, he's a big lad, isn't he? And he's very recognisable as well. Like, he oh, has a lazy man. eye, you know, he's like one of the most recognised people. <laughs> so recognisable. I'd have to say big, Biggie big is my favourite, though, out of Tupac and, and Biggie. Oh, yeah, I, I prefer Biggie's music. I like yeah. a lot. What's your favourite song? Um, I like the um, Party and Bullshit one. I do like that one. Yes, it's very good. Give me the loot one. Yeah, that's because I was listening to that on the way to recording this. It's okay. a very good song. Yeah. So what did you say? You were going to use saying Shug Knight did it? Yes, I, I think so. Yeah. yeah, I'd give that theory a four out of five, just because the amount yeah. of people in the rap industry that have said about that. So, like Jay Jay Z believes that. Really, and he knew, he knew Biggie. So yeah, I'd say four out of five for that. Yeah. What about I the think... the Puff Daddy one, killing Biggie? No, no. Yeah, I chance. give that one a zero. You know. Yeah. I don't feel like there's any like evidence. No, there's for not, that. and they were really good but... friends, and he he was the one who found Biggie. Yeah. yeah. So no, I don't believe that one. And yeah. since his he spoke out a lot. Yeah, and he's really emotional about it, isn't he? Hmm. But and then finally the um Orlando Anderson one. I believe that he could have pulled the trigger on Tupac, but I reckon he wouldn't have pulled the trigger because he wanted to, but because he was ordered to by Shug Knight and probably paid a few quid. Yeah, yeah. after they fought, yeah, he probably yeah. made Yeah, no, it. I agree with that he could have been the one to actually physically shoot him, but I think it was all orchestrated by Shug Knight. Shug Knight. <laughs> yeah, that's it. And he's he's a bastard, isn't he? He's, he's done so much shit. Like he's in prison like all the time, Shug Knight. Yeah. He's, yeah. He was responsible for someone. It might have been Easy E out of NWA. Yeah, it is Easy I think. You know. Yeah. Not responsible, but it was, it's alleged that he's responsible for it. And how he's acted in interviews around the topic, he's shown that he may have done it. Yeah. And for that fight in. Yeah. Yeah. For that fight in the Las Vegas um, casino, he actually got seven years in jail for that one fight. Really? Because oh yeah. oh he breached his parole. Oh. <laughs> what would you, What would you rate the series, Morgan? I'd say, yeah, the Shug Knight one, probably four. Hmm. But I, I actually, I like the the police one, you know. I like the um, FBI police one. Yeah, that really could have happened. It's... Because, like, they, they were always, like, having press conferences about hip-hop and stuff like that, like, trying to shut yeah. it down. So I'd probably give that one, like, a two and a half, though. But I do, I enjoy that one. Yeah. yeah. It... I do think there is some weight to that one. Definitely, yeah. But I feel like I believe the... Shug Knight. Uh, the... Yeah, I believe that one more. Mm. Especially as hip hop was something new at the time, and no one really knew where it was going or what it was. And it was just growing and growing yeah. and growing. And and obviously they hated the police. Oh yeah. So of course yeah. they're going to try and get rid of them. Somehow, there was almost but... like a separate war between the police and them, and there was a war between like the Blood and the Crips. Yeah. Yeah. And it seems like the reason that the police didn't really investigate either of the cases is because they wouldn't want to waste funding on it when they can just let them get on with their lot. Like they can let them get on with it and sort out their own wars. And yeah, I don't know, just let them kill, 
I think there's someone said it was Peter Blexley said the police don't mind if um, gangsters are killing if they're killing each other. Yeah, that's what it's Peter Blexley involve, said. Like, yeah, it's when they involve um, um, civilians. Yeah, then it's a problem. Mm. So there we go. That's um, Biggie and Two Back, and we think it was Suge Knight. Yes, we yes. do. We do. That's what that's the conclusion that we've come to. Not as strongly as Courtney Love killing Kurt Cobain. No, no, no. But quite yeah. strongly. Yeah. So no, next I one is the, the Moors murderers, right? But the Smiths. I'm excited for this one. Yeah, so it's not really... So it is a theory. Obviously, with your guys' ones, um, you've had multiple points and we've broke them down and rated them. With this, it is just one theory, which is about um, the Smiths' music being about the Moors murders. So I'll go through and I'll explain it. And then you guys can let me know what you think. It's exciting. Yeah. So... I do just want to put a disclaimer out there that it is just a theory and it is all down to interpretation. So I don't want any Smith fans coming after me. It's just a theory. No one's shouting. Yeah, so no Smith fans coming after me, please. So um, the Smiths were formed in Manchester in 1982. Lead singer Morrissey has spoken openly about the impact of the Moors murders, which cast a shadow over his northern childhood. The Moors murders took place in Manchester between the years 1963 and 1965 by couple Myra Hindley and Ian Brady. The case is known as the Moors murders as the couple killed and buried their victims in shallow graves on Saddleworth Moor. Morrissey, who was seven years old when the murdering couple were jailed for life, grew up just a bus ride away from where the victims went missing. He later compared growing up in the area to living in a soap opera. For those growing up in 1960s Manchester, the actions of Brady and Hindley bore a very real threat. In an interview, Morrissey commented, I happen to live on the streets where close by some of the victims had been picked up. Within that community, news of the crimes totally dominated all attempts at conversation for quite a few years. So it is clear that growing up, Morrissey was largely impacted by the Moors murders as it dominated his surroundings as a child. Oh, I like that. So I like this so far. Yeah, it's good. Yeah. So that's obviously about um, Morrissey's upbringing. He grew up in Manchester. He was a child at the time. So um, he could have been like one of the victims. That's what he's saying. Like, because yeah, so that's he what grew he's up literally was... on the same streets as the children. Yeah. And he was the same yeah. age, right? Yeah, he, he would Crazy. have been seven years old when um, the Moors murderers were jailed. So, yeah, as far as he's concerned, he it could have been him mm. out of every other child in Manchester. Yeah, I'd imagine living there at that time, you probably couldn't get away from it, could you? The Moors yeah. Murder. No, exactly. It would have been a big... I mean, it still is a big thing today. Mm. So I can't imagine at the time in Manchester where it happened. Of course, it did play a massive part in his upbringing. Um, So the Moors murders hung heavily over Morrissey's life, especially after reading the book Beyond Belief by Emlyn Williams, which portrays details of the pair, their relationship and their crimes in morbid detail. It has been argued that this book provided Morrissey with ideas, titles and song lyrics. When asked about the inspiration for the band name The Smiths, Morrissey stated that The Smiths was the most ordinary name and that is why he chose it. However, it has been pointed out that in the book Beyond Belief, Myra Hindley's sister Maureen Smith and her husband David Smith 
were referred to as the Smiths throughout the book, which could be where Morrissey got the band name from. It wouldn't have been a wise move in the 1980s to admit that that was the actual reason. So quite Smiths fresh, were. yeah. 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 So what do we think about that? I think I, that's true. Yeah, I do as well, because... You know, Matty Healy of the 1975, he said he's mm-hmm. seen that in a book. He's seen the words, the 1975, and he said that just stuck with him. Yeah. So maybe Mer- Morrissey's seen that, seen the Smiths, and just thought, I can't get this out of my head now. That yeah. has to be the name. But then he's just thought of another reason as to why. Yeah, as to say it. So instead of saying, I got the band name The Smiths from a book about the Moors murder, yeah. he said, I called the band The Smiths because it's just the most ordinary name. Yeah. Because exactly. that's a much better thing to say than to say, I got it from a book about the Moors murders, isn't it? Especially yeah. in Manchester um, during that time. I reckon well. this is pretty like hardcore evidence that it's true. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I definitely believe it. Yeah. yeah. Like, I definitely do. I'm fully strapped in, I'm ready for it. Yeah. <laughs> so one of the first songs ever written by the Smiths is a song called Suffer Little Children, which is what, you would have heard a clip of at the start. Yeah. Um, it's a very one. dark, haunting song. And he literally talks about Myra Hindley and the victims, doesn't he? Yeah. Yeah, he literally. So in the song, um, Morrissey mentions the known victims at the time by name, which is Leslie Ann, John and Edward. Um, the song opens with the line, over the moors, take me to the moors. He also mutters the line, Manchester, so much to answer for, and even quoted Hindley's testimony in the song. When the song was first released, the Smiths received a lot of backlash for it at the time. However, however Morrissey insisted that the song had no bad intentions, mm. um, which I don't believe it did. He obviously no, wrote it's... a song about... Yeah, it's, it's kind of his experience in a way too, because... Maybe he was felt feeling like some kind of like survivor's guilt over it or something because he could yeah, he lived like yeah. close to the to the victims. Yeah, and he was a child himself at the time. Yeah. So yeah, I see it as sort of him trying to like bring attention to the situation by because the thing is with um a serial killer case like this, it's all about the murderers, Myra Hindley and Ian Brady. Everyone knows those names. Mm. Their faces were all over the newspapers. However, for the victims, mm. they kind of get forgotten about in a way. Um, so I think with the song, Morrissey was probably trying to bring light yeah, towards... like immortalise the victims. Maybe. Yeah, yeah, so that they're not forgotten about. The song's almost like a social commentary, isn't it? Of yeah. what went on and what happened, how yeah. bad it actually was. Yeah. The song does frighten me a bit. It yeah. is very dark. Like isn't sitting it? in a dark room listening to yeah. that. It's a very haunting song. But it's yeah. good that he doesn't glorify the actions of the murderers. Yeah, he doesn't yeah. talk about what they did and stuff like that. He just mentions, which is good. Yeah. So he's just bringing sort of light towards the victims. Yeah. yeah. Um, some of the songs supporting the theory is the 1984 song, Still Ill, in which Morrissey sings the lyrics, England is mine, it owes me a living. This is thought to have been a nod to Myra Hindley's quote, Society Owes Me a Living, uttered in 1977 when she was moved to Durham Jail. So I think it's pretty clear that he did take inspiration from... Yeah, that's pretty... Yeah. Um, which is the quote of Myra Hindley, which again relates yeah. to... That sounds like fact again. Yeah, yeah, I'd say that's a fact. Even the seemingly innocent song, I Don't Owe You Anything is a little more than a well-concealed account of the murderer's early romance. The lyrics, bought on stolen wine, a nod was the first step, you knew very well what was coming next. 
This is thought to be a reference to the final murder of Edward Evans, in which he was lured to the house with the promise of some miniature wine bottles, oh. which obviously goes off the start of the song, Bought on Stolen Wine. Yeah, and do they yeah. steal it? Yeah. Oh, yeah, stole it, yeah. Um, the song, Death at One's Elbow, is also thought to be a reference to the final murder of Edward Evans, who was lured to the house and butchered to death with an axe by Ian Brady. Morrissey mutters the lyrics, don't come to the house tonight because there's somebody here who'll take a hatchet to your ear. Yeah, and they killed their victims with a, an axe. The final, the final victim, Edward Evans, they um, got him to the house mm-hmm. on the pretense of some miniature wine bottles. Yeah, because he was underage and like he wanted to yeah. drink underage or something. And then Ian Brady um, struck him over the head with an axe. Wow. But- it couldn't that link as well because wasn't it was was it Myra Hindley's brother that was coming to the house that it night? It was her brother-in-law. Her brother-in-law, yeah. yeah, and that's that could link to that even, couldn't it? With yeah, the, don't come to the house yeah, tonight. Yeah, someone here will take hatchet here. Yeah. Um, the song "Girl Afraid" is thought to be a nod to Myra Hindley and Ian Brady's early relationship. The line "He never really looks at me. I give him every opportunity" seems to be inspired by Myra Hindley's early diary entries in which she wrote things like, Ian looked at me today, or Ian hasn't spoken to me today, oh. as she tried desperately to get his attention. That's crazy. Uh, it's uncanny. Yeah, there's yeah. a lot. So there are a lot of other references that can be picked out of yeah. um, the other songs. However, this is only a few yeah. um, that are picked out. And like I said, it is down to interpretation. I don't want any Smiths fans coming for me. Or shouting. Um, but that's everything that I've picked out of the songs. I don't that. know if I've got another one, but I've just sort of thought about. Do you know um, uh, the Myra Hindley and Ian Brady? Did they get their victims like at a bus stop, or was that Fred and Rose West? No, that was Fred and Rose West. Oh, I was going to say because you know, like the double decker bus, like that could yeah. be like yeah. a, a one to it, I guess. Yeah. Could, no. Yeah. With- with um, Myra Hindi and Ian Brady, because they were children they picked up, um, they'd find them just Park. out and out. So, like, yeah. two of them, I think, were picked up off the street, just walking along the street. They made them get into the car with them. Wow. Another one was picked up um, from a fairground, and then another one um, from a market. And she's she's very, she's scary as well, isn't she? Like, that Myra Hindi. Yeah. Like, like, she's so- horrible. So very hard faced. Yeah. yeah, you'd be terrified to get in a car with her. Then, do yeah. you reckon that's just because we know what she did? Let's say if yeah. we didn't know that, would we think that about her? Like just looking at her image? Yeah, no, it's definitely because yeah. we, what she's done looking at her. Yeah. Maybe it's a bit and, of like internalized sort of like because she's a woman, like yeah, doing yeah. that to a child, like because yeah. I didn't say anything about the guy, but the guy's not like great looking either, is he? No, no but yeah, he's a complete psychopath. Yeah. But people think because she's a woman, a woman shouldn't be capable of such cruel and evil things, mm. which she was. Yeah. And obviously back in the 60s, people were always told, don't talk to strange men. Don't go off with strange yeah, men. Yeah, there was never any women serial killers, were there? No, because women were supposed to be motherly and nurturing. Yeah. So people trusted Myra Hindley as a woman. The children trusted her, but actually, 
she was an evil cow. Um, another song that I believe could be linked to the Moors murders, is it Pretty Girls Make... Pretty Girls Make Graves. Pretty Girls Make Graves. He was a sad Same boy, one. weren't he, Morris? He's the original sad boy. Yeah, he was a sad <laughs> boy. You probably just found it easy to write about stuff, so he must have been fixated by yeah. his book. Yeah. And just little things that he thought of. I mean, it's it obviously, down. obviously has been a massive part of his life. Growing yeah. up in Manchester as a child when it happened, then going on to read this book. Of course, you're going to find inspiration in the things that have surrounded you. And this, he said it cast a massive shadow over his northern childhood. You know what? You know what? One I think is one, you know, that Sing Me to Sleep song. It says, yeah. I, I'm tired and I want to go home. Yeah. Like yes. they could have said that the victims or something like they wanted to go home and they were tired or yeah. like when they were keeping them. So you could have wrote that song from the perspective of a yeah. victim. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, you really could pick out a lot of lyrics in a lot of Smith songs. Mm. Yeah, that's However, why it's so good. Yeah, I think the ones that I've picked out are the most like evidence ones. Yeah, the most you know what I mean. They're the most like, oh, that definitely is, mm. like no doubt about yeah. it ones. Whereas there is there is other lyrics where you can think, oh, could that be about that? Or maybe mm -hmm. it's about this. But with these ones that I've mentioned, to me, they definitely like categorically yeah. are relating to the Moors murders. Yeah, they don't leave much to interpretation, no. do they? It's very explicit. Yeah. But I love this theory. I think I it's, think it's a really yeah. interesting. Yeah, a, I think it's the best one. Best conspiracy yeah. theory we've had through all three parts, I'd say. I'd say yeah. it's quality. I yeah. mean, you can't argue with that, can you? You can't. Like, yeah. I've got no like counterpoint to say like that can't be true because there's so much like hard evidence. Yeah. yeah. But do you reckon do you reckon Morrissey would ever admit it or Johnny Marr would ever admit it? I think they I would, you know. I don't know. I, I, don't know if, I don't know if they would if you ask them. Um, however, like I said, it's clear Morrissey has spoke about it before. Yeah. And I don't think he needs to admit it for us to know yeah. that they're true. Yeah. I mean, I don't think so. there'd be that much backlash now, though, if he did. Because it's no. not that... I don't want to say something get cancelled, but it's not that bad of a thing. It's just drawing inspiration. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's not that bad of a thing. You're right. Yeah. It's just something that he went through as a child that yeah. affected his life, and he's put it into his music. And if, yeah, he could which... have let it had a negative effect on him, yeah. or he, and he's used it for creating... Yeah, like some people use breakups as their whole inspiration. He just used, like, the more more than others, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Exactly. But no, I definitely think this is, um, like, a really yeah, compelling... I think that's true like i'd give this one a five that's what i said yeah. I'll, get, I'll get a six I'll get a, yeah, yeah. it's definitely it's a really yeah. interesting theory isn't it i love this it's theory brilliant. Yeah. so i didn't expect to be as like sort of like blown away by it because i didn't think but it's so true i think yeah yeah okay oh. some fans may shout at you but yeah but no like I know. I'll, Will say they again, I'll say it one more time it is all down to interpretation it doesn't mean that is the exact meanings of the songs. However, it is bits that I've just picked out which seem like they are inspired by. Why are they a bit of a like loud fan base, are they? I imagine so. <laughs> you don't know. I mean, <laughs> I mean, I'm a massive Smiths fan. I love mm. the Smiths. But I do imagine you get it with every band. Like, look at the 1975 and their fans. Their fan base are the worst. You get it with nice. every um, sort of band. Yeah. So I'll say it just in case anyone does want to come for me on this. However, I myself am a massive Smiths fan. Yeah. yeah. And yeah, this is just something that I've compiled together, which I thought was interesting. So 
They might all agree with you then. Yeah. Yeah. What's your favourite Smith song? My favourite Smith song is Still Ill. All right. Ben? All right, right. Um, probably... You like Shoplifters of the World. Yeah, I like Shoplifters of the World, yeah. I'd say mm. that, probably that, or um, Handing Glove. I like Handing Glove. Oh, What's yeah, yours? It's, it's really generic, but I'd probably say Panic. That's you right. like Panic? Oh, actually, yeah. 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 I mean, it's impossible for me to pick, but I would say Still Ill is like my all-time favourite. Yeah. But I do like Girl Afraid. And an all-time favourite is There Is A Light. Mm. Yeah. It's like Even though that's, it's the most, like, known... Oh, This Charming Man is the most known one, and but then it's probably the... But I would say There Is A Light is really overplayed, but it is a really good song, and I will stand by that, so... Do you reckon they'd have been as big as they are now if they wouldn't have split up and carried on going? So if they're still together now, do you reckon they'd still be massive? No. No, I don't think they would have had the impact that they did. Yeah, I reckon they'd be a bit like Take That if they carried (laughs) on. Just like, like, yeah, yeah. get over it, like, sort of. Like Pesh Mode now. Retire, yeah. Or like Tears but, for Fears or something. I think they're still going. Yeah. But I mean, Morrissey's still going. Johnny Mars still going. They're doing their thing. They're on stuff. Do you think they're any of there. Morrissey's solo stuff could be like attributed to the Moors murderers? I've not. What's that main song called? The one that everyone knows. Morrissey. Every day is like Sunday. Spent the day in bed. That one with the S, like, what's it called? So, suede. Oh, yeah, Suede Hair. Yeah, yeah, that's it. That's the, one. Yeah. That's the main one, isn't it? Like, yeah. I mean, I don't really listen to Morrissey's solo stuff too much. Yeah. Um, But I think it would be interesting for me to look into Morrissey's solo mm. stuff and see if there is any links in there. Yeah, m- maybe come back in part four of the conspiracies and see if yeah. there's any Morrissey stuff. Yeah, if I find anything, then it'll be featured in part four. Yeah. I think we should do another like music one. Or we could do a movie one. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, I want to do that. Have you heard of like the drownings of Natalie Wood? I think that would be a good one to do. What's that? Oh, you'll find out in part four yeah, then. Save it for part four. <laughs> Basically about Christopher Walken like killing his um, ex-wife, I think. Oh, really? Yeah. Well, she was a, like a star. Yeah. yeah, that's a good one. Yeah. No, we'll got, definitely yeah. be back with a part four because these conspiracy ones are just so fun to oh, record. Brilliant. They are brilliant. So, yeah, I, I've, I've got to say this is my favourite conspiracy part so far. Yeah. Who is it? It's been a good oh. one, it has. Yeah, I've loved yeah. this song. It's my favourite to research, I'd say. Yeah, yeah definitely. definitely. I think because we're all so like, passionate about music as well. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. that's why it's been, it's been good. A good mm. like music conspiracy yes. theory. Yeah, so if you, uh, if you like the video, um, you know, follow the podcast, check out the other episodes. Yeah, that's about it really, isn't it? Yep. See you, you next time. <laughs> yeah, thanks for coming on, guys. Thank you. It's all right.